Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Playing. I'm Nick Ainelli. Stay with WTOP for the very latest. A man in Fairfax County now charged with murdering his own father. I'm Melissa Howell. A new area code's coming to the region. Wall Street snaps a six-day losing streak as the Dow gains 549. WTOP News Time, 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Peter King, live in Orlando. It's been about two hours since Hurricane Ian made landfall as a Category 4 storm in southwest Florida. The National Hurricane Center says it's starting to weaken, but high winds and rain are pounding much of the state, especially the Gulf Coast. Charlotte County Emergency Manager Patrick Fuller. We can expect to see storm surge to life-threatening levels. Residents are encouraged to hunker down, remain within their homes in an interior space, away from windows. Stephanie Fisher says she feels safe in her home in Port Charlotte. We have food, we have water, we have a generator. And that's about it. Correspondent David Begno is in Tampa. This storm, as it's moving counterclockwise, is sucking the water out of Tampa Bay, pushing it into the Gulf of Mexico. Then on the backside, you've got this storm surge that is hitting places like Naples, two and a half hours south of where we are. And the storm surge there is in excess of six feet. A reported one million customers have now lost power as the storm heads north. I'm Peter King in Orlando. Now with more CBS News, here's Monica Ricks. Some European countries are stepping up security around gas and energy infrastructure after an alleged attack on major pipelines. CBS's Cammie McCormick. While European countries investigate what caused the underwater leaks, whether it was deliberate or not, the head of the Danish Energy Agency says far more than half of the gas left in the pipelines is gone and they will likely be empty of gas by the end of the week. Exciting results from a new Alzheimer's treatment. A study of nearly 1,800 people found that the experimental drug significantly slows both cognitive and functional decline for those suffering from Alzheimer's. Dr. Marani Doraswamy at Duke University School of Medicine says top-line results show highly significant improvements in multiple clinical measures. But he says some patients might have side effects, including microbleeds in the brain or strokes. CBS's Allison Keyes. Former CBS News White House correspondent Bill Plant has died. He was with the network for decades, covering multiple presidencies. Did you make a mistake in sending arms to Tehran, sir? No, and I'm not taking any more questions. Plant was 84 years old. Victims of one of the nation's largest Ponzi schemes are in for another huge payout. CBS's Jim Crisula. Some 27,000 victims of Bernie Madoff's Ponzi scheme will soon receive another $372 million to cover their losses. The money will come from a $4 billion government fund set up in 2013. It has covered nearly 90% of their losses. Madoff died in federal prison last year while serving a 150-year sentence for that scheme. This is CBS News. If you need to hire, you need Indeed, because Indeed's all-in-one hiring solution helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 503 on WTOP on this September 28th, 2022. Some clouds, some sun. We're at 71 degrees in Northwest.
Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Hillary Howard. Our top local story surrounds Floridians who've escaped to our area for safety from a monster storm. As you just heard on CBS, Hurricane Ian came ashore with 155 mile an hour winds near Sanibel and Captiva Islands off Fort Myers. Uh, it was about two hours ago. Some people say they were lucky to get out of harm's way at the last minute. When Alice Honeycutt left her home in St. Petersburg, Florida and boarded her flight yesterday from Tampa to Reagan National Airport, she says she felt absolute relief. And she wasn't the only one. There were hardly any flights available at that time. It was a desperate move by a lot of people to get out. You could feel that relief in the plane. I've never heard a plane so quiet. It was definitely a sense of relief throughout the whole group not just for me. She's now staying with family in Hyattsville and plans to get back to Florida next week. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. In other news, it's a heinous crime in Fairfax County where investigators say a man killed his own dad. Fairfax County police say 36-year-old Sammy Hassanin killed his 82-year-old father, Talid Hassanin. Officers were called to a home over on Justice Place in Franconia yesterday afternoon. They found Talid at the bottom of the basement stairs where he died. During the investigation, detectives found significant trauma to Talid's upper body and determined his death was no accident. His adult sons, who also lived in the home, were questioned, leading to Sammy's arrest. He's now charged with second-degree murder and is being held without bond. Anyone with information about the incident should contact Fairfax County Police. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. What's being done in response to more crime in and around Alexandria schools? At a school safety forum this week, Police Chief Don Hayes said the department is increasing its presence. We have a, a communication system where when something happens that the SROs can respond up there to assist in that particular area. SRO stands for School Resource Officers. Hayes says groups of young men he calls crews are responsible for some of the crimes. Data presented to the Alexandria School Board shows a spike in arrests of students on school grounds. 505 Maryland is about to get another area code. 227 will be assigned to the same area served by the 240 and 301 area codes. This would include the D.C. suburbs along with southern and western Maryland. The Maryland Public Service Commission estimates it'll run out of 240 and 301 telephone numbers before the middle of next year. So then it'll start assigning numbers in the 227 area code. In other news, a much-loved boxing coach was killed Saturday in the district. As his family continues mourning, his son plans to honor his dad by taking to the ring in a big match. It's a contest the two had been training for a long time. Arthur Buddy Harrison Jr. coached at Old School Boxing in Hillcrest Heights, Maryland. And among his students, his son, boxer Dusty Hernandez Harrison. Everyone would say, like, yeah, you, know, you got a perfect excuse not to fight again, but I think it'd be a perfect excuse to anyone but but buddy as police search for the person who killed his dad hernandez harrison says the outpouring of support for his family has been incredible and he's truly learned how much his dad loved his community i'm getting told hey you know your father always used to make sure we got home from school okay as hernandez harrison takes to the ring and the beltway battles is coming saturday he says it'll be difficult not having his dad in there motivating him he was a great corner man Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Stick with us here on WTOP. Wall Street had a big bounce back today. We'll talk about that and the strengthening dollar with financial expert Barry Glassman. It's 5.07. Oh, hello. When was the last time your health plan listened to your needs? I mean, really listen. Meet Optima Health, your new kind of friend. With Optima Health, Northern Virginians have easy access to services like our 24-7 nurse advice line. 
and a dependable customer care team that's ready to help answer your questions. Go to OptimaHealth.com and meet your I'm All Ears friend. Offered by Optima Health Plan. What did nine out of 10 people who died from COVID have in common? They were 50 or older. And if you have a condition like heart disease or diabetes, your risk is even higher. COVID vaccines lower the risk of death. Get your updated vaccine now. It could save your life. We can do this. Find updated COVID vaccines at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. You can be Latino and not speak Spanish. You can be Latino even if others believe you don't look Latino. Today, more than ever, there's no one way of defining what it means to be Latino. But there is one way of defining how to make our community stronger. Being unidos. Because being unidos is the best way to create more and better opportunities for all of us. Unidos U.S., the largest Latino civil rights organization in the United States. Join us. Visit unidosus.org. Glad you're driving around with us today at 508. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Dave Dildine still problems on the Beltway. Problematic on Route 50 east of the Beltway in Maryland. It is slow at a place where you're not often in heavy and slow traffic between 197, between, uh, between about 704 and 197. Just past Freeway Airport, traffic comes to a near stop. I think the fire engines are on the scene now of a vehicle fire beyond the Church Road overpass before 197. And very little traffic is getting by that initial response eastbound on Route 50. Westbound, the potential of a little rubbernecking. No delays at the Bay Bridge. Beltway traffic is still heavy on many portions of 495 through Maryland and Virginia, Baltimore-Washington Parkway, and 270 north of the Beltway in heavy traffic at times. And in Virginia on 66 westbound from 50 through Centerville to Bull Run. Better as you close in on the Manassas exits. 395-95 southbound slow near the Pentagon, near King Street, from Fairfax County Parkway to 123, and in shorter stretches south of Quantico in the district. No dice finding the crash reported near the 3rd Street Tunnel, but traffic inbound and outbound on 395 is slow nonetheless. As it is northbound on DC 295 from the 11th Street Bridge to Eastern Avenue, and now slower on I-295 southbound from the DOD exits toward the south side of the Beltway, with an incident in the local lanes on the Wilson Bridge, potentially blocking a local lane, but it's out of camera and no uh, clear information there. But slower than usual coming down from Oxon Hill on the Interloop to head into Alexandria Outerloop. Volume delays through Alexandria are more or less normal. The jaw-dropping musical Hamilton is playing at the Kennedy Center Opera House. Come join this captivating performance now through October 9th. Information at KennedyCenter.org. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. On to Storm Team 4 now, Mike Staniford. Gorgeous weather continues into the evening hours. It'll be partly cloudy and pleasant. Larry tonight, partly cloudy skies. Once again, a rather chilly night. Lows will be in the mid-40 suburbs. Lower 50s closer into the district. Partly cloudy skies on Thursday. Our highs will range from 65 to 70. Becoming cloudy on Friday. Could be a shower by sunset. Highs around. 70. The remnants of Ian bring rain and breezy conditions on Saturday. Highs mid upper 60s. Rainy, breezy Sunday. Rain heavy at times. Highs around 60. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stennerford. Right now we have partly cloudy conditions. It's a beautiful afternoon. 69 at Fort Belvoir, 69 degrees at Foggy Bottom, and hello, Silver Spring. You're also 69 degrees. It's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. 
Go to LawnFence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 511 now on WTOP, and we could report a good day on Wall Street for a change. The Dow, the NASDAQ, and the S&P all gained about 2% as they rebounded from a low point for the year. Joining us live, Barry Glassman with Glassman Wealth Services. Hiya, Barry. What got into the market today, and are we still in a bear market? Well, uh, two big things got into the market today, and nice to be here on an update. Uh, let's see, the Bank of England did some things to shore up their economy and shore up their bond market, and that certainly helped the world breathe a sigh of relief uh, that that their economy wasn't going to drag the rest of the world down. That helped. And then in the U.S., uh, two things. Number one, uh, uh, our bond yields came down, and therefore borrowing costs came down quite a bit today, a huge drop in those. And that supports growth stocks and, and the ability for them to grow in the future. And then last, kind of a relief rally after six down days. Um, Maybe a lot of the sellers were already done. Anyone who wanted to sell already sold. So uh, kind of a relief rally. So in all the news we've had lately about the economy and interest rates, so we have noticed that the U.S. dollar has a lot more value against foreign currencies, particularly the euro and the British pound. Uh, positives and negatives for all of us listening. First, let's start with the good parts. Sure. Well, the good news is stuff we buy overseas is much cheaper, and that includes items we buy as consumers, as well as the raw materials that businesses buy from overseas to manufacture goods here in the U.S. Stronger dollar is also why oil prices and the price at the, at the gas pump has come down. Uh, the price savings are helped to bring down inflation, which is only encouraging and seems to be the most scary economic thing going on. What about the negatives, Barry? Well, if you live in Japan or Great Britain, over the past year, the U.S. has gotten ready for this 30% and 20% more expensive. That means that travelers may choose to buy or travelers may choose to buy stuff elsewhere versus the U.S. and may choose not to come here and go to less expensive countries. Here again, lower prices overseas helps us buy something. So things here, if, if foreigners aren't buying our stuff, it may make our stuff a bit cheaper. Once again, looking at the dominoes, lowering inflation for our consumers here and therefore helping the overall economy. All right. Thanks for helping us understand, Barry. Appreciate it. Thank sure. you. Take care, guys. Mm -hmm. Barry Glassman with Glassman Wealth Services. Sports next. Meet Ken Mills, the president and CEO of Regenex Bio, on the discussion how global gene therapy leader Regenex Bio is improving lives in Montgomery County. This is going to be one of the industrial-grade manufacturing facilities to support new studies as well as the advancement of new commercial treatments. And it's right here in our backyard in the D.C. area at our headquarters in Rockville. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation. What powers Montgomery County is a thriving life sciences hub with global reach. Leaders like Regenex Bio, one of 400-plus innovative companies creating some of the most promising advancements in science and human health. We are home to the NIH and FDA, top talent, and partnerships that spur discoveries. To launch your business in Montgomery County, go to thinkmoco.com or reach out. Connect at thinkmoco.com. George Wallace here, and why not start the season with great connections? See if you qualify for free internet through the FCC's Affordable Connectivity Program. Credit typically begins within one bill cycle. Limited time program and subject to change. 
Other restrictions apply. Learn more at cox.com slash ACP. And the holidays are coming, and that means family and movies. Gather together to stream traditional favorites or the latest shows on popular apps like Hulu, Disney+, Plus, HBO Max, and Peacock on Contour Stream Player. Learn more at cox.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 515, Rob Woodfork here. Rob, an important set of practices for the commanders this week. Yeah, no kidding. The commander's back at work today. It's a virtual must-win in Dallas on Sunday. And one thing that can happen against the Cowboys is watching number 11 take nine sacks again, as he did against the Eagles. How do you prevent that, Carson Wentz? The simple answer is just find ways to get rid of the ball. You know, find the check down, find the underneath route, maybe cut your losses take off and run, you know, different things. So every play was different, but there's definitely a lot of that that I could have done better, and I look forward to to doing better uh, as we go forward. There's some definitely chances for that, and I'll learn from it. He'll have to because starting offensive linemen uh, Charles Leno and Wes Schweitzer were sidelined in today's practice. Sam Cosme highlighted the list of seven players that were limited participants. Elsewhere in the NFL, Bill Belichick, as only he can, Breaks down the status of injured quarterback Mac Jones in New England. What do I look like? Uh, a doctor, an orthopedic surgeon? Like, I don't know. We'll evaluate him. Dave. I mean, what difference does it make to me? What do, you, do you think I'm going to read the MRI? That's not my job. So talk to the medical experts. What are the medical experts on staff said to you? Day by day. Day by day. He said day by day 12 times, and he kind of wanted me to weave in the song Day by Day by Shack Attack and uh, Al Jarreau, but uh, we don't have that kind of time during drive time. The Nationals send uh, Josiah Gray to the mound to avoid a series sweep at the hands of the Atlanta Braves. The Orioles in Boston trying to trim their three-and-a-half game deficit in the wild card race. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Rob. To the top stories we are following for you on WTOP. Hurricane Ian made landfall this afternoon in southwest Florida near Fort Myers as one of the most powerful storms ever recorded in the country. It has swamped city streets with water, smashed trees along the coast. Where the storm came in, three to six inches of rain has already fallen. There can be another three to six inches, and that is in addition to the storm surge. A wide area of Florida is going to experience flooding as the hurricane continues moving northeastward. In other news, a Franconia man is now under arrest and accused of killing his 82-year-old father. Fairfax County Police say Sammy Hassanin is charged with second-degree murder. Keep it here on WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. And up ahead in Money News. The Dow ended the day up 549 points. A celebrity New York chef has big D.C. plans. I'm Jeff Glabel. 518. Traffic and weather on the 8s. There's a lot going on, Dave. There's a truck on fire on Route 50. It's uh, eastbound between the Beltway and Bowie. Traffic is jammed after 7.04. Initially, firefighters brought traffic to a stop. It's still smoking. They've got water on it now, but only one lane to the far left is getting by down the shoulder on Route 50. It's just east of Freeway Airport at about a half a mile before the exit from Maryland 197. One left lane gets by this smoldering truck. Westbound, some rubbernecking delays on Route 50, but those westbound delays are going to be brief if you're leaving Bowie and heading to the Beltway on the Beltway through Maryland and Virginia. Lots of slow traffic to work through, but no major incidents or mishaps. It's just rush hour, and it's rush hour in late September midweek, so it will take time. 270 northbound 
through Gaithersburg, 95 in Baltimore Washington Parkway on slow stretches, and in Virginia on 66 westbound. It'll be on and off the brakes at times between the Beltway and Centerville exits on 395 and 95 southbound from the Pentagon to Landmark and from Fairfax County Parkway to Woodbridge. It's all volume. In the district on I-295, southbound delays from Suitland Parkway toward the south side of the Beltway. There was a brief-lived incident on the interloop on the Wilson Bridge and the local lanes that has cleared, but you're still feeling the effects of that if you're southbound on I-295. Northbound on DC-295, some slow traffic from the 11th Street Bridge toward Eastern Avenue and 395 through southwest between the 3rd Street Tunnel and 14th Street Bridge. In and outbound traffic is slow. Southbound in the 3rd Street Tunnel. Caller finding one broken down in the right travel lane. And I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. All right, Dave, thanks. Let's head on over to Storm Team 4. Mike Steneford. Mike, uh, pretty nice fall day now, but uh, it's going to get wet as we get later into the week, huh? Yeah, what's left of Ian's going to move into our region uh, by Friday night into Saturday. Could see some heavy rain Saturday night into Sunday. Until then, though, some nice weather. Tonight's going to be partly cloudy. And once again, a rather chilly night. Lows being the 40 suburbs, lower 50s, closer into the district. And tomorrow, partly cloudy skies. A bit on the cool side. Highs from 65 to 70. Uh, average high this time of year is still 76. Cloud cover from Ian on Friday. And by late in the day, could be a shower. Highs around 70. A rainy, breezy kind of a raw day on Saturday. Highs mid to upper. 60s and then Saturday night and Sunday the rain may be heavy at times it'll stay breezy and by Sunday highs only around 60 but it's a gorgeous afternoon right now Fredericksburg checking in at 68 degrees Warrington 68 and right now Sean and Hillary we have a temperature of 69 at Reagan National all righty thank you Mike brought to you by Len the plumber trusted same day service seven days a week southwestern Florida getting slammed by Ian that's coming up then the office of unified communications had critics and defenders in the roundtable conducted by the D.C. Council Judiciary Committee. We'll have more on that coming up as well. It's 521. The following is a paid commercial message. Thank you so much for being here. I really, truly appreciate it. Representative Abigail Spanberger held a town hall. Congresswoman Abigail Spanberger taking her listening ear. Representative Abigail Spanberger held a virtual telephone town hall tonight to help veterans with issues they may be facing. I hold so many town halls to ask questions and to hear from you. Spanberger answered questions on a variety of topics. Your concerns guide my work. Whether it's more funding for law enforcement, helping middle-class families make ends meet, cutting taxes for small businesses, or making Congress more accountable to you. They were happy. Spanberger was there to listen. So nice to meet you. Thank you for that question. I thought the Congresswoman did a great job in responding to all viewpoints. Spanberger is accountable. And she acted on my concerns. And I totally believe I can trust her. I'm Abigail Spanberger, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Spanberger for Congress. Count on Kerasoft and their reseller partners to support your agency's fiscal year-end IT needs. With 300 manufacturers and more than 500 resellers, Kerasoft has the technology solutions you need through the contracts and partners you prefer. Plus, Kerasoft's fast, federally focused service includes quick quote turnaround, complete support to expedite order processing, and 24 by 7 live assistance through Friday, September 30th. Call Kerasoft anytime at 888-66-CARAH or visit Count on Kerasoft.com. They were so happy. Who was? I just asked Allison's parents for their blessing to pop the question on Christmas Eve. Well, we better get going. Uh, where? To Dominion Jewelers. You'll get to work with a designer to create a ring unique to your relationship. Really? I told you, Dominion Jewelers is where you design the ring that says, you're the only one for me. And this ring was created especially for you. 
handcrafted, custom-designed jewelry. Dominion Jewelers in the heart of Falls Church. We make it beautiful, you make it yours. By appointment only. CBS News special report. Hurricane Ian is now battering the Florida Peninsula with a catastrophic storm surge. Winds are around 150 miles per hour. This is going to be a storm we talk about for many years to come. The hardest hit areas are now in Naples and other southwest parts of the state. Ken Graham is with the National Weather Service. So it's going to take 24 hours or so once it makes landfall to make it to the other side of the state across the peninsula. So it's 24 hours of rainfall, 24 hours of winds pushing the water. That's 24 hours um, that you'll see some impacts associated with this. CBS's Omar Villafranca says many people in areas threatened are staying put, refusing to leave. Either they feel safe in their place or they don't have anywhere else to go and they don't want to get in traffic. I mean, money is tight right now. A lot of people can't go 30, 40 miles inland uh, just to spend a few hundred dollars for it. They just can't afford it. Around a million people are without power and warnings are being issued now for North and South Carolina. That's where Ian is expected to head next. CBS News Special Report. I'm Steve Futterman. We will keep you up to date all through the evening into tomorrow and the days ahead here on WTOP. 524, new this afternoon, D.C.'s 911 call center underwent three hours of scrutiny today in an online roundtable on the call center's operations. The Office of Unified Communications had critics and defenders in the roundtable conducted by the D.C. Council Judiciary Committee. Chairman Charles Allen said the 911 call center has not owned up to its mistakes. Consistently, we've seen issues of blown addresses, failure to relay updated information to responding personnel, delayed dispatches. Allen announced OUC's interim director, Karima Holmes, was not able to attend the roundtable. But Renee Gordon, a veteran of regional 911 operations, said there's a nationwide shortage of 911 staff, and D.C.'s further hampered by a high number of calls. We're lacking staff, and the problem with D.C. is that we have a large amount of 911 calls. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Money news at 25 and 55 after the hour. It was something good to talk about today, Jeff Claybaugh. Wall Street's first gains in many days. The Dow up 549 points today. The S&P 500 index up 72. The Nasdaq up 222 points. Those are all about 2% gains. Rapidly rising mortgage rates continue to sideline buyers. Contracts signed to buy an existing home fell for the third straight month in August. Sales are down 24% from a year ago. Ride-hailing company Lyft is freezing hiring. Just a month ago, Lyft announced it would slow hiring as part of cost-cutting. Star New York City chef Tom Colicchio is opening his first D.C. restaurant, a big one. A 10,000-square-foot fine-dining restaurant at 701 Pennsylvania Avenue Northwest. Colicchio's flagship restaurant, Kraft, was named Best New Restaurant in the Country in 2002. He's also a judge on Bravo's Top Chef. Jeff Clable, WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Amtrak. Visit new and exciting places across the U.S. On Amtrak, it isn't just about the destination. It's about the journey with no metal seats, extra legroom, and even private rooms. Book now at Amtrak.com. Hurricane Ian now ashore north of Fort Myers, Florida, and churning through the state. We will have the very latest coming up. 526. Check out DC News Now, your new local news station in the DMV, with more reporters in the field than anyone else, and four locations throughout the DMV. We have late news, but not too late. Join us on DC News Now at 9 p.m. Visit dcnewsnow.com slash watch to check your local listings. Mornings, evenings, and 